0: what's up guys my name is Evan Duvall this is easy does it thank you for joining us all right guys what's going on we are back with episode eight of the easy does it podcast my name is Evan Duvall this is Jason Etherly. yeah man stoked to be here man it's it's quite a cool story that we're uh we're sitting here today I'm excited to get into the conversation and uh, talk about just how full circle this has really come for me. Um, but also, you know, just share your story of yeah. your journey. Yeah. And uh, so please introduce yourself.
1: Cool. I'm Jason Etherley. Um, I'm 33 years old and lived in Austin for about six and a half years. Um, come from Kansas when I graduated high school. I kind of just, you know, my, I knew my family was going to stay there. But I knew I had to make choices uh, within, like, not even thinking about a career, but just something to do because it was just so uh, spread out and not a lot of art community going on there. Um, so when I was 18, I just took a book bag and 80 bucks and went to Dallas and uh, sold a painting on MySpace for 800 bucks. And I bought hotel time for, like, I think four days. Uh, within that four days, I found a mall uh, called the Stonebriar Mall in Frisco. And they were selling like, you know, sailboat paintings and uh, like just regular like stuff, pretty much not too loud of anything. And I was like, it's a perfect opportunity for me to like just put whatever I want in there, something weird. Sweet. And so they took a 50% commission. And at the time I was working at like PacSun next door. Yeah. And so uh, it was a time where I was working at PacSun, going in there, spending all these hours folding stuff. And then I was selling some paintings and that was building up enough to pay for more than what I was getting paid at PacSun. And then that's when that, like, transition started.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seems like just kind of cut ties. You're like, this ain't it. Kansas wasn't necessarily the vibes and packed that bag and and made that trip. And, I mean, it takes, it takes a lot of guts to to make that journey. Yeah, and, I appreciate um, that. Yeah, what, what called you to Dallas specifically?
1: Uh, I was born in Dallas, but my parents split up when I was three. You know, like the typical – I say typical, but it happens so often, you know, being my age. Um, so my mom just took me to California when I was three and then hadn't really talked to my dad since like, until I was like 14 and we just did our own thing. Uh, and then we made, like, she met someone in the air force and that's how we got transferred to Kansas mm-hmm. when I was like four or five. Okay. And so, and then I spent, you know, until I graduated there and, uh, met a lot of good people, but just seen the, like. I don't know the transition of P like either you're going to work for an aircraft company or any of the big Raytheon Cessna places out there. Um, and there wasn't, there was some tattoo shops. Luckily I had enough influence within my friends and like going downtown every once in a while to like see, uh, just tattoo artists or somebody on a ladder painting for sure. Um, and that was enough to like give me the tick to,
0: Oh, you could probably do this.
1: Yeah. You could probably do this full time. So,
0: yeah. Um, that's cool man yeah i think i kind of have like an opposite story right i was like raised in austin around art around culture and then uh joined the military and found none of or very little of that you know individuals um that were few and far between that had a artistic eye or creative vision um and so i'm excited to be reintegrated into that yeah. you know how free freeing it is for an individual to feel like they can express themselves Absolutely, or yeah. you know lean into their creative pursuits um yeah man and so something about you know the way i i found you you know um i've been following jason for you know you said you've been in austin for six and a half yeah, six and a half years seven years, yeah. seven years. Yep. and uh so that was when I was about um, maybe junior, senior year of high school. And, you know, I'd ride around town and I saw these pieces around town of the, the queen with yeah. uh, the gas mask. And y'all may have seen the the water tower painting out front here. Um, nope, I'm a water bottle, um, but I carry it with it me every day, man. But that was his first piece that caught my eye. And um, it was... At the beginning of an era of spray tx which was a a local company that was kind of leaning into uh, graffiti and giving street artists you know paint that was legit
1: yeah just a nice
0: platform yeah and then they were throwing parties where they were having artists jam on walls and it was like it was a really pivotal point in austin where we're really leaning into that street art culture and actually giving people a platform to uh get exposure and, um, so that was day one that, that piece spoke to me and, um, you'll see it all over town and, and, uh, it's, it's something that's followed me. I'll probably get it tattooed on me at some point. Yeah. Um, but I think I hit you up maybe, you know, four or five years ago, like, yo, if I got this tattooed on me, would it, would you be cool with that?
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool to see. Cause I've, I have seen around 50, uh, queen pieces tattooed on other people and and some of them will send me you know the the finished product and some people like
0: can i do this or like yeah
1: yeah
0: i I haven't leaned in but i need to yeah
1: i always try to have an open mind with everything as far as you know even my stuff being painted over by people i'm just like i don't know for sure at least i love what i do like I, i just want to continue doing that like yeah and most of the people that are painting over your work are kind of going angst you know they got some own personal issues that they're working on but
0: yeah i think um for those of you that were a part uh, i think it was episode uh five we did at something cool studios who um jason and i both know and have worked with but i spoke with niz kind of about um like street etiquette in art you know and and having these conversations on public platforms and um kind of just educating people that there is an etiquette to painting. There is an etiquette to enjoying art. And mostly just speaking on to how much effort goes into these pieces and people expressing themselves. Yeah. There is nothing easy about a big wall. Yeah, you know? for sure. And so I, let's go through that process. You know. So at first, it was, it was started in a shop in a mall for 50% commission. Yeah, and getting
1: getting turned down by a lot of different galleries, just showing up, and and I could see why at the time I was young and just painting literally whatever, but it was different stuff, you know, original, all original stuff. No, I never printed any of my works. Um, so yeah, I just started doing that, and uh, in Frisco, like maybe I mean, I've always known about graffiti and stuff, but I haven't got up in a way that I had my own image. I was kind of being patient on that, I didn't want to rush it, yeah, you know, how Shepard. Barry has his Andre giant image and people mm-hmm. have logos and stuff they put out. I just didn't want to like rush into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of came naturally, but I was drawing a bunch of flash for tattoo stuff and, uh, really had my hand on the paper a lot more than canvas. So right. was, that's when I came up with my queen image and I was drawing it in 2011. And then, um, when I finished it and it had a couple little things that meant something to me, but didn't have any words to it or nothing right. like that. It was just an image and, uh, when I was done with it, I was like, yeah, this is something I need to, like... It was big. I need to, like, you know, get photographed and turn into an image, and mm-hmm. so...
0: Yeah, I started seeing it going up everywhere, probably yeah. 2011, 2012, and I was like, man, this guy is throwing down, and yeah. and little <laughs> did I know that I'd be sitting here, you know? One interesting, I saw him post up a uh, a piece that he was selling, and and Jason just, you know, just had me over for a coffee and, and sold me this piece of art. And um, I really saw the opportunity for collaboration there. Yeah. Um, but it just said something that there was so something so grounded about your approach and um, for someone to be featured in galleries and to have as much success um, the way you have with art and then just have such a, uh, a grounded, authentic, real approach. Like you don't forget where you came from you know, and I really appreciate that about yeah, you,
1: man. It's, I've gotten so much love and that, that's the only thing I try to pay attention to, man. Cause it's, there's so much to get distracted from when you come in the midst of a city. And there's times where I just threw myself out there, not knowing what's going to happen, you know, never came from money, just like opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Yeah. And then you learn like not all money is good money.
0: Right. Um, there's lots of strings attached sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been all uphill. I mean, I'm, a, I'm not a comfortable spot cause I don't like to say i'm too comfortable but i like to just keep it moving
0: yeah and just to to feel received you know to be featured yeah to be in galleries you know there's there's a lot to be said for artists that get no response at all and they're just pouring their heart into their work right maybe they're dialing it in but i mean i think it's really important for us to acknowledge people in that place Mm -hmm. right there's a lot of people out there expressing themselves that will probably never get any real um opportunities come from that and maybe for an artist that's that's what's important to them you know yeah for sure and um but you know to take that into a career and to be able to you know come from just that kid that came from kansas and packed a single backpack and lean into selling a piece on myspace yeah (laughs) to being gallery featured and now you know who knows?
1: Man, sacrifice a lot, but then we all know somebody that like either a friend that's talented that doesn't necessarily like they got you see their work and you're just like wow like yeah this is gnarly like you're really a painter painter and mm-hmm. and they don't have the drive to just go put themselves out there and maybe uh get turned over or like you know treated a wrong way For or something sure. like and I can totally see it because it's not a fun fun position to be in but yeah i think those sacrifices like you get to learn from them and, and, s- and be stoked on them later for sure yeah
0: well my friend kate over there painting right now she's uh, a genuine and true artist in that way you know it's not her full-time pursuit but you can tell that she genuinely loves painting and yeah. and the uh, the the talent and uh you know genuine artisan is is there thank you for sharing that with yeah. us <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's something I got into with louise and and Niz and I'd like to hear your take on it as well is is getting on that level where money starts to come into play um and big walls are up for grabs, you know um we all appreciate these big huge spaces and it brings a lot of color to our city um but it, it's a it's a hustle out there too for an artist to truly get a space. Um, where they're able to express themselves full artistic freedom Mm -hmm. and I think that's something that you know hope outdoor you know something cool and um, what was Castle Hill you know without
1: without any of this we wouldn't like a lot you know us artists don't really come from much we don't have much platforms for sure uh college is you know it's nice and you you learn different things from it and um but yeah I think from and where we're coming from, it's like there's not much, and the no. people that raise their hand and say, "Hey, I got this space," like, yeah, you can do put put your stuff in there. It's like, ah, uh, for sure, so cool, yeah, yeah that's so, so cool. I think
0: that's what makes this city special. Is, um, I wouldn't say the ease, but, um, uh, just people, they they're looking to collaborate and figure out uh, about themselves and yeah. the community that they're yeah. in. Yeah, and that's that's what seems to be huge. It's not all dollar signs for a lot of people here. Um, a lot of people are grounded in expressing themselves in a true and genuine manner. And, um, you know, that's something that I, I would like to touch on with you, you know, is I think there's like from your style and your approach, I, I get this very authentic kind of like old fashioned, like flash tat type background of art. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so timeless, yeah, you know? That. And I think a lot of us aim to carry ourselves in an in a authentic way, right? Yeah. I, I no. hope so.
1: The money can't be on the mind. Right. There's a lot of things that can't be on the mind when you're creating something that, that, that's wanting, that you're wanting to thrive or something yeah. that's going to succeed. or Right. You know, so.
0: Yeah, to be genuine. Yeah. Um, it's, hard, it's hard for anybody. Yeah. yeah for it's, sure. There's no saying that we can't do that right yeah, exactly. and so I think uh what are some of your practices and how do you keep yourself grounded in that way you know is it it's just coming back to art or setting aside time for creativity um I know you go on walks a lot right and explore yeah let's, let's get into that process how do you keep your mind juggling settled?
1: so many things right yeah. now but I think like now that I'm so busy I just literally like. I kind of like that. And mm-hmm. I've, I find when I'm not busy, I'm like, man, like, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent or whatever this month, you know, I found, you know, that kind of pace. And it's still like a thing where I'm trying to find a schedule because this is what I do full time. So, right. you know, getting in the morning, stretching, being yeah. motivated with people like you that keep their body right. Yeah, um, Just trying to like focus on that. So it's long-term it, it can, it can hold what I have all my chaotic lifestyle. And, but uh, I like getting on my motorcycle, you know, if I'm working on a detailed painting I'll get out there and, and sweat and do something yeah. that I'm like, feel more life. Like, you know what I mean? Just like get mm-hmm. out there and, and feel something um, within the city, go on a bike ride. And then I'll come home and tap in and, and not feel like I missed out on the day or something. And and not that painting, you feel like you missed out on the day, but there is a time where you're just sitting in front of a canvas for hours on end Yeah, and you kind of need those breaks and stuff. So it, it is a little reset. Ballad. Yeah. A little reset button.
0: Yeah. I think, um, if, I mean getting just your mind and body synced up it it creates more space for creativity yeah. you know when you can when can you can look at what you want to do in life from square one instead of just being manipulated by everything that's coming at us all the time, right you know a lot of the times when I go out on a run or you'll go out on a bike ride, you know it's a it's a great reset for the mind um because it seems to make us feel like or remind ourselves how small we are in a sense for sure, yeah. right but when i look at your artwork there's so much inspiration from just things that are around us
1: yeah i think that comes within like what you see out of life right like mm-hmm. you've sacrificed a lot you serve for the country and a lot of people take that for granted you know and you learn that over time of like their work ethic or their their background of like everybody comes from different walks you know yeah. and so uh for me it's like kind of all i've ever known yeah, I grew up, started like just mowing yards, doing whatever I could to like Ford bike parts and stuff when I was 12. So I know like if worst case scenario, I can go, go back to mowing yards for money. And for sure, a lot of people don't feel like that they can backtrack that far to like, yeah, get their money right go, or whatever. Way, like, yeah, yeah, hustle for it or what whatever and get another job. Like, um, so I'll do that. But I think it, you get to learn, um, just the sacrifices and what life means to you. If you're able to like build those memories. And it says a lot about a person, I think when they're that busy and it's like,
0: man, yeah, you
1: probably had a lot, you know, had a lot going on in your life and you're still kicking, you're still going thriving. Every hard. Day, so yeah,
0: it's Every cool. Day. Yeah. But if I can reset myself and, and come back to, um, acknowledging that that struggle is real hmm. or that grind is real, then that's where gratitude comes from. For me, Is that acknowledgement of, You know, how far I have come or Mm -hmm. my friends, the people that I'm interacting with. Like, you want to
1: bring everybody else up too. Yeah, for
0: sure. We can all do that for each other. And, you know, I I said it in the last episode, and I'd like to reiterate, you know, that a lot of us have stories. A lot of us have had hard things that we have gone through, and we can be there for each other and support each other through those things. Um, But we don't necessarily need to speak on to them all the time right yeah because these things are felt like when it's when we say it's become a popular term these days is like to feel seen like for me that's just like sharing space with individuals and really being present enough to feel you know what somebody has to bring to the table and um if they're carrying themselves in an authentic manner yeah or if they're just kind of saying all the things or doing all the things. Getting to just, the street cred. You know, yeah, got to get that street cred. Yeah,
1: that clout. And it means nothing, really. <laughs> no, it only
0: goes so far. And you stick around and you realize that, you know, a lot of people they are saying all the right things, but there's, there's no depth to yeah. it, you know? And, and that scares the shit out of me sometimes, you know, because I, uh, I don't want to be that guy.
1: Got to keep that show so business Yeah, down,
0: so, yeah. And uh, so we, uh, we have to remind ourselves where we come from, and for me you know austin is such a beautiful city um for me to explore especially now you know because there's a lot happening around us yeah and i've been thinking about it a lot lately and you know as i see this city grow um being from here you know i've I've really tapped into that and i've truly decided that i will be in austin texas for my entire life yeah um you know i'm gonna travel seasonally i'd like to bounce in and out of here but i think there's a deep rooted connection to this city and i'm really excited to grow with it
1: man right yeah i've been to other cities and fortunate to like even you know in, in kansas in high school and stuff i was yeah. like i'm never gonna go see the water yeah i'm in the middle of the u.s mm-hmm. i have like families here yeah you know everybody's yeah. just happy where they're at yeah and yeah it's like came here it was like everybody wants to collab everybody wants to see people succeed yeah and since i've visited new york california and all these different places it's not it's kind of you you get those pockets within our like-minded people Pretty and social sure. events and stuff but uh yeah here it's crazy it's becoming yeah. such a
0: hub too because yeah. it's, it's a central location and the ease of you know austin airport and the ability to bounce out west coast east coast colorado yeah. you know and, and i kind of lucked out yeah, you know, just I worked think my way so. down
1: south, straight down thirty five. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so got the hell out of never Dallas. had money for New York
1: <laughs> or California. You know, it's like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to go to New York in the Civic and just sit in the you know in the back all you know. So
0: what well, we also touched on uh, something that was interesting to me. So I brought my van over to Jason's house, and uh, it wasn't complete yet, but my wrap was done. And um, we were talking about how I have my logo. Up on the roof, and I didn't think much of it. I thought, you know, this might be cool for some drone shots or whatever. But I, I just kind of was honestly like, I don't know why they put my logo on the roof. And uh, Jason, yeah, you know, I want to get into I think I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. like tell them about how you started painting trucks.
1: Yeah, like uh, just uh, when we went to New York and took a trip, we had a legal like wall that we were painting for a record company, uh, within Spray TX. And, um, while I was there, I was only there for like three days. It was a chaotic trip. You know, I had food poisoning, slept in like a room that was like the size of a bathroom and then had to sweat it out all night and then wake up six in the morning and go paint the subways. Um, and luckily this 50 year old dude that's been tagging there forever, he goes by just, but he was at the beginning of like 1990s, like Beyonce videos and that's how he got paid with his art doing graffiti and stuff, but he took us down to the subways right after being sick and stuff and got around. And I was like, man, there's so many trucks, uh, just around like those food trucks with the rooftop. Everybody's painting the sides of them, but the whole, like in, you know, there's so many buildings around, from the top view, the tops could be painted and everyone in the buildings could just be seeing your work and, yeah. and no one on the ground would ever paint over it because they couldn't see it.
0: Yeah. They're not from a ground level. They don't even know that the top of their trucks painted. Yeah. And everybody in downtown Manhattan's looking down at the streets yeah. from their offices and they're seeing Jason's artwork. Yeah, And, uh, you know, there's, there's little pockets of innovation and creativity and ways to be seen that you know it just takes a little bit of a little bit of you know just looking at something perspective looking at it a little differently and saying all right how can i believe my mark yeah. how are people going to notice Dude, my and, shit
1: yeah and the population's getting so you know the everybody it's just getting wild it's like now you can't reinvent the book but you can definitely add to it you can you can find a way to feel comfortable within something you created that makes you feel like, wow, like it's a little different, like for sure. Um, but it comes rarely and yeah, it, you gotta be patient. for
0: When it. it comes from acknowledging your surroundings and observing the world and really questioning lots of questions, what is my place and how can I do something that's meaningful here? Mm. And that doesn't have to be this big egotistical stick your chest out, Kind of stance of how do i get noticed or how do i get laid or whatever it is how do i get money you know yeah. like it doesn't have to be that yeah it can come from a compassionate and loving place of true value and authenticity and i think that you'll be much more well received um in the long term
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know by asking yourself those questions yeah and really you know just wondering you know how am I going to do something of value to me? And it may not even be of importance to anybody else. Yeah. But finding your place. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of words to like say that, but it comes within for sure. Like, um, whatever it may be that you're inspired by, even if you're like reading a book and just like, yeah, just find that moment to do it, you know? Like,
0: yeah, I think words are trivial, man. Like we don't need them. Yeah. Right. But taking the time, Um, to read or go on a walk, um, Um, to find, you know, a moment of silence and just find clarity because clarity doesn't necessarily need to be expressed. Clarity doesn't need to be heard. We have a very human desire for it to be, to feel like we're understood, but that's validation acting out. Yeah. You know, and it's like, man, we're just fine here. We're just fine. Yeah. I I've,
1: I've, I kind of fought with that, like, in yeah. a sense of just, like, music. I love music. Dude. I love how you can get everything off your chest within one song. Yeah. You, you could even throw a beat to it before you even start getting inspired to, like, what you're going to write about or stuff like that. And it's like, man, how am I going to get that kind of notoriety through painting? And, like, there's a lot of, like, discourage within that mm-hmm. where you're like, man, it's like, you know, you kind of want that, like, people checking it out. But then you grow, like, then you just – it's all the same stuff. But like, I found a way to like painting is kind of like that. And I've been told that before. It's like, I've heard musicians like, man, I wish I could paint. Yeah. Um, And it's like, yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, it's cool. And like, you can definitely reach people and people do the same things and yeah, uh, learn about the same stuff together. I think it's cool.
0: I think, you know, I think that's interesting. And just to kind of touch on, you know, different ways that we interact and, you know, how you can let somebody know that they're appreciated in a genuine manner. I think you've probably had interactions where you've sold art that you put your heart and soul into, you know, and um, it's gone up in some big gallery and you got some some dude that has got a big check, you know, ready for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, has there been any um, where in the middle that you prefer for somebody that's getting genuine um enjoyment out of your art and really understands it or thinks they do, you know, and like wants to hear the story. Or, you know, or are we just looking at, you know, what most would deem success. You know, what how is that process falling for you?
1: Uh if like for somebody else starting to like paint and, and get
0: Yeah, just like how is that yeah get a
1: drive going and the ball rolling? Yeah. Uh, I mean galleries like I love galleries. I think everything comes into play, right? Like you want to paint a wall, but that doesn't really come first. You like paint a canvas kind of small, Mm -hmm. stay in your own little bubble working. And then, um, but I think like, I don't know, galleries, everything's important to like the process. Um, It's more
0: narrative based. Yeah. And
1: you don't get one-on-one. Like if you make a gallery sale, you could probably get a check in the mailbox, but you don't get to meet the person that bought your painting. So it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, you learn to what to put in there and like, learn something from it. And, but I've always been in galleries. I'm in three different galleries in Austin. Yeah. Um, and so I try to keep them full with stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like people coming in from out of town or tapping into the galleries that are well known or or at least have some buildup. Right. So I think it's like still important to stay in there, even though they're taking like a 50% cut sometimes. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's like, it's becoming more of an important conversation with, um, galleries and, and um, artists collaborating in a way that's beneficial to the artists, you know, and I even realized it, you know, with being new to the space and having vendors and like, it's very easy for money to get confusing, but we have to remind each other um, of, you know, what's truly important for us in the value and giving each other the, the platforms to express ourselves first. And then if we can all bring each other up around that. Give back when we're done, you know. But that has to be very clear in the narrative. And so I hope to see more galleries. And Something Cool Studios was such a great example of that, you know, with that pop-up concept where there's open retail space around Austin. And they're approaching these spaces and saying, hey, can we have an art gallery? and then giving you know a select few artists the space to
1: yeah yulong is done really well for himself and he's one of the artists that i've seen in the city where i like when i see an artist i kind of like to be unexpected you know like if i know what they're going to paint it's like kind of dumbs down the joy right. of it a little bit more and he was one where i'm like damn who painted that yeah so and i'm like diverse. oh that's Yulong Sig. and it was just like a it's a horse or something you know what i mean yeah it he like, doesn't
0: have any specific style yeah
1: but he learns a lot from just bouncing around like that and so he's yeah. got his own space now and um he offered it to me and just yeah fill it up and I'm like, all right well what, what can i hang here and he's like just wherever you want to put the artworks and stuff and some galleries are pretty conservative about that they don't you know that we'll set it up for you yeah, you know, And it's like some p- art pieces I kind of want in a position. Specific yeah, placement. Yeah, exactly. So um, he's been very like free and open-minded in that sense too. It's
0: good. It's important. Yeah, man. So let's get to the extreme side of Jason. Let's go. Let's, what's the, the BMX background? The, oh, ninth, street, the ninth Street. The 9th Street. Cool. How did you get started there?
1: Uh, BMX has been in my life for, for a long time. I grew up around racers. Um, just dirt track racing um, met this guy named Tom Dugan and he turned uh, he turned pro here and that's kind of the reason why I moved moved here and stuff okay. but I'll, I'll talk about that he's uh, just growing up in high school I would just take a wheelbarrow and a shovel and I would go jip even middle school I wouldn't go to history class I would just go grab a shovel and you know my you mom
0: like history class either
1: none of them really oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah me neither yeah so uh and and that's just the young rebel that we are, I guess. At the beginning, you know, yeah. I wish I would. Some of the stuff I'm like, man, I wish I would sat down and given a shit. But yeah. I, but at the same time, like I knew I just wanted to paint, um, and there was a way to do that. My grandmother, not to bounce around too much, my grandmother was a full time clown. Okay. Um. And and she's still around, but she going to visit her she would do like tricks she was in the circus and yeah. stuff like that so there's all kinds of stuff for me to be inspired like as a fun as a kid. playful yeah environment, i'm sure yeah so with the bmx like i always rode bicycles um since i met him and tom dugan at the time was 12 years old riding a 16 inch bicycle bmx bicycle with no brakes yeah and he would be jumping these 30 foot doubles like yeah. dirt jumps with his dad digging and just in the forest and i was like who is this kid He's this kid is hard. going crazy yeah, yeah he's like yeah just not he's like fearless for sure and so growing up in high school i would see this kid get manipulated by all the football players and he'd you know he'd be the first one wearing all the skinny jeans and trying to be different and i'd see him kind of be shoved in a corner Mm -hmm. and uh, i've had those friends where i've been fortunate enough to like see how people react to what they do and stuff um so he's he's one of them where he doesn't care about what anybody thinks of him it's if it's a negative thought um but he pushes the sport, and I would always, in high school, I'd build ramps for him. We'd go to houses and steal all the wood that they were building the houses with. Yeah. We'd just throw it on top of the car, and his, his <laughs> mom would let us build ramps Strap in the up. backyard. Yeah, his mom would just let us build ramps in the backyard. So I'd build this 20-foot ramp, and he would just fly, you know. And yeah, and I was like, this kid's going to be crazy when he grows up. Yeah, and, and something he, special. You yeah. just recognize it. Yeah. And so he came here about five years before I did. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, he's like, man, check out this river. Look how much fun we're having. Oh, you're not here. And I was like, oh man, come on now. Yeah, And so I, I had to be there. And, um, man, since then he's, he's got his own net he's shoe. He's sponsored mm-hmm. by Odyssey. And it's awesome. So then there's not many people out of my high school that have like pushed. Succeeded. Yeah. Succeeded in a way, you know, they're still around and doing their thing. And um but yeah there's a couple where i'm just like damn this is so cool that they're doing yeah. their thing so it's definitely motivation in the back of your head if you know someone that has inspired you before or they're yeah. with you today it's like just think about that they're probably ticking they're probably doing their thing somewhere
0: yeah i imagine he might speak about you the same way in a sense i hope so know? yeah he's yeah. kind
1: of like i don't know he's gnarly doesn't give a fuck yeah, yeah. no he does he does <laughs> when the time's right if somebody asks about me or something yeah. like that but he's moving just you just know? Wants to go
0: fast yeah go yeah. fast that's cool man well i think you know there's something to be said for that and Polarity is huge in my life, you know. Like, I always try to see both sides of of everything in the way I approach. And, um, you know, I'd like to get into that. So there's two very different places. One, you know, an extreme sport like BMX and Mm -hmm. having that, you know, no hesitation. Yeah. Gotta commit. Yeah. There's (laughs) no halfway on a bike.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: and and then on the other side to have this beautifully Mm -hmm. passive... Um, appreciation for detail and mm. meticulous um you know just work. It's yeah. it's it's so badass. You know that that picture I posted the other day of you just doing those trees yeah. where your, your face is like it's from the canvas. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, like I just appreciated so much that someone caught that moment because there's so much detail in that picture. Yeah. And to see how close you are to that canvas, trying to just get it right. Man. Thanks, And dude. like a lot of people don't have I don't have that. I know? don't know.
1: It's it's something when you even go on a walk, I think I you'll be just like keeping your head up, focused on like if a homeless person is going to rob you or whatever. And then like, but then when you find that time to like, there's a butterfly or there's like yeah. some flowers and like, look how the shadow is like facing this wall or something. And yeah. And I think it's like, I've always wanted to be a photographer too. So I appreciate that. In a sense, I was around yeah. that and uh, the details and, like, someone could paint a door, but they forgot the doorknob. Yeah. And it's not really a door. Like, it's, like, I don't know.
0: Details matter. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And my friend Kate, shout out again, <laughs> she says uh, mm-hmm. all the time, she reminds me, she goes, here's to being fucking dialed. <laughs> <laughs> dialed. Yeah. It's a good reminder. Yeah. Just dial it in. Dial it in. So, um, yeah, man. So, anything else you'd like to touch on? Um,
1: I don't. I'm trying to think, because like, I had a couple of things in mind, but um. yeah,
0: I know we uh, we spoke about earlier uh, briefly, but just kind of uh, getting into etiquette and appreciating big walls. You know, from someone that's either an artist or not an artist, um, or looking to get into the space. You know, what what are some of these? Um, you know, just how do we respect an artist in a sense of feeling that they're appreciated? Um, but then also the side of like getting painted over um, which is you know it's just there's a lot to that there's a lot of different approaches i think from my perspective i think there's huge walls where people take massive amounts of time and do very meticulous work um, to express themselves and then I think probably most of the time it's either gangs or kids running around that don't appreciate like that aspect of art, you know, or they're just trying to straight up disrespect it. So what's your take on getting painted over?
1: It's dangerous. Maybe just cause I look aggressive, like tattoos or something. And I just look like a target or something. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've learned that over time. Like if, if I would have taken back, like I, I don't want to be that guy, but I probably wouldn't have any tattoos. Yeah. But now that I have some, I'm ready to get covered. Get more. Yeah. Yeah, But it's like, but at the same time, like, uh, like, uh, for people that haven't like found themselves and they're ready to be aggressive with someone else, I'm like the perfect target. Yeah. And I've learned that over time. And, um, I've had several guns pulled on me here in town. I've had knives pulled on me. I've been jumped several times for painting, you know, it's like, um, so there's a lot to it, but I think like, it's, it's, that's not going to happen for everybody. No. I'm just saying, it's just my track record, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, but I, cause I, I feel like I'm, I draw the line between being a graffiti artist and a street artist and, and most of the time you're either one or the other, mm-hmm. you know, like graffiti artists don't like me cause I'm making money with it, but it's like, yeah. I had to get off the porch, you know, it's like that's I had it. to figure it out and there, um, but then, like, I know how to graffiti. I grew up in that background where I don't, yeah. I, I'm not scared to go paint whatever. Yeah. And if you want to go to an illegal spot and yeah. paint, you're kind of looking over your shoulder, then that's not cool. Like, I'll go to your, I'll go to your graffiti spot. Yeah. And I'll spend two hours there and I'll look over my shoulder, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not scared to go do that. And I think a lot of people kind of like um, in the graffiti world have that thing against me or something. But um, for sure. But I'm here to, you know, street Artist is here to stay. There's more yeah. of a positive impact. The negative stuff is only gonna last so long. You can only go out at night and drink so many 40s and just get disruptive yeah. before you're like, "Dang, you're in a hole and no one's gonna pull you out." You know, so, yeah, or a cage. Yeah, yeah, or a cage for sure, and that's not fun.
0: So. No, yeah, yeah, man. I think that's. I think there's something beautiful about, you know, being willing to bleed, for whatever your pursuits are, you know. Yeah. And having said you've done that, I'm sure you have such a appreciation for.
1: Man, just a process.
0: Yeah, it's it's a process, man. A lot of pain. Pain is the ultimate teacher here in life, I think. Uh,
1: and we don't notice those things until like years
0: later or something. Yeah, hindsight. Yeah, and
1: it might have been a lesson within ourselves. Like I got a I got a felony for painting on a rock. You know, I drew, drew on a rock that's the size of my palm hand, you know. Got a felony for it. Was going to serve three years. And I ended up got, got, finding a good lawyer here because of good community. Yeah. And paid my way out of it. You know, it was like. I had to come up with like 15 grand in a month yeah and uh i was like i'm not gonna be able to do this i'm probably gonna serve some time yeah um but it was like but it was just a lesson for myself to learn for sure yeah um yeah just not draw on a rock near a state park <laughs>
0: that's so ridiculous, yeah man. but
1: but I'm i got sure. like half the people you know I, it, it was because i posted it on instagram oh, um so like and i didn't say i did it i just posted it
0: yeah, it got back to
1: you. Yeah, I got, you know, I got a bunch of good comments, you know, mm-hmm. like a 100 good comments where it was like, you're a caveman. Like, this is where it started. I'm glad I could go to this spot and see your work. And then, like, the other was like, keep it in the city, like all this other yeah. stuff. And I, and I could relate. Like, I was like, dang, like, yeah, I should probably not paint where you want to go see, like, a butterfly and go right. hang out. So, yeah, it was like a a thing that good I had to learn. And I didn't know at the beginning. I was just being hard-headed kind of about it. Yeah. Because it wasn't a big deal. I was like, I can go scrub it off or something. But, uh <laughs> But, yeah, it's like those things that
0: yeah, you learn from. For sure. Yeah, it's all twenty twenty hindsight. But yeah. I think uh, moving forward, those are all super important lessons to learn. Yeah. And uh, I think the message is to just keep on tracking, keep on applying yourselves to, you know, just asking yourself more questions about um, what our approach is here in life, mm-hmm. um, how we want to show up in the world. And uh, is everybody getting an Amber Alert or something? yeah yeah we're getting uh this new live concept right (laughs) little hiccups no it's all good man i think um i'm really excited to be here man i'm I'm super excited to to come this far and and sit down with you man and and uh for you to be featured um in this this gallery and just our our paths keep crossing and, uh, I think that's really special,
1: man. It's uh, formed in such a short amount of time. And some, sometimes you'll meet someone and it's like, dang, this is perfect. Like, and I've always wanted someone in, to talk about the art world and, and there hasn't really been anybody that has a podcast about street art for or like, sure. or no. y- you specifically do different things, but, uh, yeah. you bring, you bring in those people that so I'm trying cool. to, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm trying to observe, you know, what really needs to be spoken on, um, what I grew up appreciating about Austin. Um, And, you know, I think that's, that's the platform, that's the message. And what we do with that, there's no limits, you know, it's, I I meet new people every day from the vendors or from the the venues, um, from people that are attending and want to contribute. There's, there's so many different types of people that have so much to offer in this world and that's the most important message for me to stand behind is that i grew up in this city i love this city and the growth here is inevitable that's cool it it is it is growing so fast and if we all just sit here and appreciate what austin is in this moment it'll be gone in a matter of years. It just yeah. will change.
1: Man, that's cool that you uh, that you say it like that being from here. I, I hear a lot of people from here and they're kind of stale about it. And
0: yeah, Everybody's coming from, from California
1: to move here. And it's yeah. like, dude, if
0: this happened to my city, I'd be hyped. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of optimistic people that are moving here and they're putting their money into making this community better. Mm-hmm. Now, if we want the culture and the vibe to stay the same, then all we have to do is speak about it. All we have to do is acknowledge what we like because I've moved a lot of places. I've lived a lot of places. And if there is not like a strong baseline of, of what I like about a place, then I'm just going to keep doing my thing, Yeah, you know, yeah. and or I'm just going to like change it. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get used <laughs> to home and I'm going to bring home here, yeah, you insane. know. So but there's a lot of people that are starting businesses. They're starting boutiques. They're starting They're building wineries. They're doing things that they couldn't do. With their money in Cali. Yeah. They're coming here. And yeah, there's, there are issues that are arising because of that. But we're not going to change anything just by bitching. Yeah. You know, like we have to take action. And there's no reason that we can't do that from the street level. Right? That's why I like talking to artists. I'm not an artist myself, but I like talking to artists because they have an eye for detail and authenticity and remaining grounded and real and hustling to just like I know, think everybody
1: I think everybody's got some art in them for when sure. I hear that I'm like yeah. man I don't know no, I got you yeah everybody's got a little something to them
0: no I don't see anybody else doing this you know right, right but, now. not right now not right this room. now
1: but someone comes in and plugs let's up get
0: that blueprint but uh no I think that's that's the future you know for for me and uh, you know just aligning with people that that resonates with um, or see the value in that keep approaching me keep you know helping me dial this thing in um, and let's grow together um, because we all want to show up in the world in a lot of similar ways and um, there's no way there's no reason that we can't collaborate and share space and get people out you know there's a lot of people you know sitting at home watching netflix right now and uh you know that's fine but we can also get out and live our lives and and, uh, learn something new and hear perspective and, and, uh, continue to grow together, you know, yeah. just from inspiration.
1: Yeah. It's really cool that you, I don't know, you've done it as far as the van and everything. It's like limitless for sure to an extent, you know, it's like, that's exciting for me, man. I, I bought a school bus, um, for 1500 bucks, uh, two years ago. And I, it's a short bus with like two extra windows. So it's like a handicap bus, but yeah. it sits at 25 <laughs> feet. And then I raised the ceiling up to eight feet. It's so sick. Um, so and I bought it for like you know nothing so yeah. it's like I'm excited to get that thing out and set it in the driveway have coffee and figure out a game plan for that yeah and-
0: man I mean you were a kid with a backpack and now you're a grown ass man with a van Like, there's <laughs> no limits you yeah. know like let's go let's Dude. let's let's get a caravan I like that it's a things. school bus too because like I yes. never had
1: a car growing up so it's like you know what I was thinking sick.
0: about I want to get uh, see if we could do this like a neon uh, stop sign like from that on the side. Dude,
1: it's like eight, eight, feet out. 8 feet by
0: 8 Yeah, and it comes out with a shaka. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it just says like chill <laughs> yeah. or something instead of like stop. Done. You know?
1: I didn't even think about the stop sign releasing, dude. It's
0: such a cool feature. You yeah, could do anything. You can only, down. yeah. Yeah, dude. I saw some dude on YouTube that uh he blacked out all the letters of school bus and he just said the cool bus. I yeah, like, I really like that. And if too. I need to
1: like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. I like pull up, pick up somebody. I can turn on the yellow lights and the, the sign. People <laughs> would just stop.
0: Yeah. Make a man feel powerful. That's a platform to stand on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, cool, guys. We're well, right, um, thank you, Jason.
1: Yeah. For coming
0: you. on, man. man. I think uh, this is a conversation that I'll continue to have. Um, anytime you want to hop on, let's do it, man. I think there's, there's a lot to be said. Um, and we're going to continue to, to ride this thing out, but, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to, to native for, um, having us on today. And, and, um, we have, I think nine weeks here, May and June. And, uh, um, really excited to see how we can grow this thing and continue to dial it in and, uh, see who we can get out here and get involved and continue to grow this space because um this place is already such a hub and and uh i think there's there's a lot of potential here and and we're going to expand on that and there's no limit to how far that can go that's right so um yeah maybe one day we'll be dudes with a plane Dude, yeah. <laughs> we say, yeah,
1: right. I want to paint a plane, that would be tight. Let's go, yeah. Hey,
0: put that out there. anybody yeah. knew what to do with the plane?
1: Yeah, you got a plane, <laughs> it sits in your backyard, it got no windows. I'll paint it.
0: That's it. Well, cool, guys. We'll make sure to go check out um, the vendors that are still around and uh support them. Let's uh, let's grab some drinks, let's enjoy some, some music, buy liquid candy came back out this time and uh let's give it up one more time for jason etherly yeah and thank y'all yeah and thank you to everyone that came out today much love out Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electrocast.com and join our community today. Electrocast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us, from renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.